Not to be Woods. Turn those headphones down, too. <sighs> Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Hey, everybody. For the fifth <laughs> time, it's April 7th, 2021. This is Dave and Jeff. Dave bought his fucking board at the dollar store. Oh, you asshole. You're I bought the same board that Bubba used to use in his garage. Oh, well, he at least knew what he was doing. Dave, I got good news for you. Okay. And I'm excited. It's been tough to get the show going, but guess what, Dave? I figured out how you're going to die. <laughs> you want to hear it? Is it the vaccine? I got the vaccine today. Oh, I want to hear about that in a second because I'm hoping that you don't even have to worry about the second shot because me and the rest of Padre's Twitter are going to take you out. <laughs> you want to know how we're going to murder you, Dave? You okay. want to know how you're going to die? Yes. The house across the street from yours is open. Yeah. And I was thinking about this all day after your bullshit on Twitter last night, although I will give you credit. One of the tweets you sent struck me so fucking funny, I almost called you. You're like Rick Rude on that thing. You really are like Rick Rude at like the War Memorial in Buffalo, just yelling at all you fat, sweaty Buffalo slobs. Keep the noise down so I can show the women. And all those uh, Padre Twitter people sit there in their cutoff Hulkamania t-shirts giving you the, the bullseye yeah, they the do. bullshit. They do. Hook them horns. But uh, I figured out how you're going to die today. Okay. Me and the rest of Padre's Twitter, we're going to rent the house across the street. Okay. And uh, you remember back in the day, you used to watch a little bit of ESPN2. Remember when Vince Ferragamo would come out and do a little skeet shooting? Oh, yeah. Remember how they snapped those fucking clay yeah. pigeons out? <laughs> and how fast they come out? Yeah. We're going to set up right across from there. <laughs> and nobody's going to yell pull. We're just going to, here he comes. Here he comes. Pete Point Loma, you got that thing fucking loaded? Yeah, it's loaded. Pete Point Loma. And as soon as you start fucking shuffling to your car, I'm just going to go, boom! <laughs> and that fucking clay pigeon's going to hit you probably right in the jugular. <laughs> oh! And you're just going to fucking drop. Oh, my God. They just ruptured my larynx. We're just going to fucking murder you by clay pigeon. <laughs> the greatest Padres Twitter death ever. Oh, gonna, man. We're not even going to shoot you. We're going to let that, we, because we're classy. Yeah, okay. That's Padre's Twitter is not classy. We're not, you're not fucking classy. Oh, I never the, claimed to be. Those guys aren't classy. They're the worst thing about Padre baseball. You said something to a guy last night that fucking made me laugh so hard. I have you, no idea where you're going. You put out the fucking stupid picture of the Dodgers' ugly as fuck jersey yeah. with the gold trim. Yeah. And some dork takes the bait like they always do. Oh, it's really cool. uh, Copy the Nationals. And you wrote, hey, Mark, let me let you in on a little secret because you're not familiar with world championships. (laughs) (laughs) And I got to tell you, that fucking struck me so funny. And then the, that guy was just sitting there eating tuna out of a can. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck you, Dave. But I, I... My kid got really mad at me about the one earlier in the day, the Tatis one. Well, the Padres called us and said, where the fuck did yeah. you get that picture? But you weren't the original guy who no, had it. Fuck, I wasn't following Tatis to scripts, waiting for him to check in. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah, where you said, hi, my name's Fernando, my shoulder hurts. Yeah, why was that so bad? Look, I'll say... That's not rooting for him to be hurt. He was already hurt. I'm going to tell you this as a Padre fan. 
they need to fucking figure it out. When the guy plays 10 and he's out 20. Exactly. That's a bad trend. I'm yeah. not, I was never good at math, Dave. But I'm going to guess that if two-thirds out of every 30 games you're missing, we're going the wrong direction. <laughs> Cal Ripken Jr. is like, I'm not going to worry about him. Off the list. Yeah. Fuck. And so every uh, – god damn. Um, now, I will say Bernie Wilson, I found hysterical, where he was saying, all of you with your goddamn junior medical degrees, <laughs> please send your diagnosis in a direct message to Dave Palais, which I like yeah, a lot. Yeah, thanks. I think – not that Padres Twitter needs me to speak on their behalf, yeah, but I'm going to do it for tonight. You know why everybody lost their shit yesterday? I get it. Because the consistent situation on every one of these fucking things is that we spend three months while this guy is sitting there stretching rubber bands trying to strengthen that fucking shoulder, and then he comes back, and on August 1st, he strikes out, Right? Yep. Ah. Yeah, you know, hey, Jace Tingler shows up. Can't tell if he's sunburned or tanned in that fucking Zoom call. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you guys. Boy, you know, Tommy Pham. Boy, I tell you, that's that's the hardest working 111 hitter in baseball. And then, uh, and Taddy. Let me just tell you about Taddy. You know, that guy, Every you guys don't see it. The fans don't see it, but I see it. Every day he's here in the weight room and he's there and he's benching. He's chugging down fucking Powerade. <laughs> and uh, boy, I tell you what, our, uh, tip of the hat to our training staff and to Taddy. And uh, boy, he was really putting the time in. But we are announcing that he's going to have a complete shoulder reconstruction. And we're really optimistic that he'll be back by October 2025. <laughs> it's what happens every. <laughs> happens every fucking time with this team and i don't blame anybody in padres twitter for just going we just feel like charlie brown yes that's we feel what like happens. charlie brown and the team is holding the football hey he hey hey he wanted to be out there today and we had a we had to pull the ring well, shut up shut the fuck up okay just can we figure out a way we got 14 fucking years of this kid he's the face of baseball we couldn't be more excited can we do whatever we need to fucking do today to fix it? Yeah. Can we just fucking fix the shoulder? I'm with you. Like, if, if he needs surgery, let's just do it now. Well, don't don't wait. Because you, next thing you know, it bleeds into next year. You don't have him for the end of this year, and it bleeds into next year. Just fucking take care of it now. Yeah. Uh, I, I, again, I'm not a doctor. You aren't a doctor. But, I mean, no. fuck, man. Here's the deal. Let, let, let's be honest. Everyone was excited about Padre baseball this year. And there's still a reason I understand you're excited. Yeah. But look, Lamette's not 100%. And nobody believes Lamette's going to come back and be Lamette what he was and last an entire season. We just don't believe it. It's just not well, what happens to the Padres. Then Clevenger, of course, is gone for the year. Yeah. Which, what did we say when he pitched in that playoff game? Fuck, I didn't man. Like it. I hope something major doesn't happen where he misses all the next year. Gone. <laughs> And that's the kind of shit that happens. We're just used to it. Yes. As a fan base, we are used to getting need right in our fucking enormous, impressive nuts. <laughs> and we're sick of it. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't blame anybody. I mean, like, some of it I laughed at. And I'll, I'll also say this, and I think anybody who listens to this or Patreon gets yeah. it. Th- there were a couple of people that annoyed the fuck out of me yesterday. I saw your tweet about Fernando. Hey, I'm Fernando. 
You've never once, as much of a fucking douche as you can be, you've never once cheered for an injury to that Oh, kid. never. Never to anybody on, uh, on any team. I don't care. No. who It could be on the Dallas Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys. I would never root for an injury against somebody. And there were people, Dodger fans and Giant fans and other fans, that were openly celebrating Yeah, that. that's ridiculous. Well, well, David's not. If we go on as a fan base and kick the fuck out of those fans – Anytime we win a three to two game in the middle of fucking April, yeah, then they're gonna fucking kick you in the nuts no matter what. Yeah, sorry, don't fucking like the match if you don't want to hear the explosion. Like people get pissed, they don't find this fan base cute, they don't find it funny. We do. So if something happens to your MVP, oh, oh you know what? This is outrageous. <laughs> really? You send two hundred fucking tweets to the team. When you win on a sack fly, and nobody, it's funny. And they're like, hey, fuck you. Enjoy fourth place. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know what? As a parent, I just want to say this is bullshit. I can't believe this, that anybody's openly cheering for an injury. uh, Yeah. I mean, I think people are sick of Padres Twitter shit. Yeah, that, well, it's kind of what I asked you a question last week. I said, "Is the, are the Padres quickly becoming a team that fans are starting to hate? And I honestly blame it on Padres Twitter, not because of the Padres. I mean, why would he root against an underdog that's been an underdog forever? I mean, this is a chance for them to finally be recognized for being a quality team. I think it's Padres Twitter that ruins it for everybody. Well, I find it hysterical. I find it incredibly creative. The way they troll the other teams, I'm just saying, if you do that, yeah, you better be fucking exactly ready. To, right. You better be fucking ready to take it back. Don't 100%. be such. And I'll tell you what, as a Padre fan, and when you get your feelings hurt, I find you to be a huge fucking pussy. <laughs> I really do. I find you to be a huge fucking pussy. Be like, hey, fuck you. The kid's gonna be back and it'll be better. Don't worry about them. You talk shit to them 25 times. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, reported. <laughs> Reported. <laughs> but, dude, you're such a fucking idiot. What he told that fucker? Mark, let me explain it to you. I know you're not familiar with world championships. <laughs> all that stupid shit. It's all Rick Rude. Here's- it's all Rick Rude at the War Memorial. And you get these fuckers so mad, it kills me they get so pissed all right let me explain a couple things too i'll let you in behind the curtain a little bit one is everybody thinks it's steve woods against the world like whatever steve says they follow steve Steve and i are friends yeah mud obviously mud's a friend of ours but you and i talk to woods all the time all the time woods is a friend of ours so when you guys yeah 100 percent. i mean as again we we, he we're very very close and so for you know, when he writes something, I write something, you write something, Costa, it's always a joke. We're still, the four of us are still very close. People don't understand there's a relationship there. They, they feel the need to jump yes, in like. every time. We got it. Yeah. Like Steve, me, Mike, we got it. Yep. Now, I will say, Gavin, Pete, uh, miserable Padre fan was so fucking funny last night. Drunk Flannery, all those guys. Like, I get it. But I love this fucker, Dave, and then I'll <laughs> let you finish. It's the closest I ever came to just driving over to a guy's house and just punching him in the fucking mouth. Some fucking dumb fuck who I went, look, has 23 followers, been on Twitter since 2014. Yeah. 
you know, Dave, if you ever wonder why you don't uh, have a radio gig, you should. Yeah. And I'm like, do you see that fucker? <laughs> I get uh, those. I see those. I almost sent that guy a direct message and I'm like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. What do you know, you fucking dipshit? You got 24 fucking people that find you interesting. There's more people in line getting a COVID test than find you, but you're going to tell us. And I know he's talking to you. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, fuck you. Nobody gives a shit what you think, you fucking weasel. <laughs> find that mother. And I had to go on, Dave. I literally had to go on. It's the first guy in my life where I actually blocked him because I'm like, I'm going to take the bait on this fucker yeah. and tell this guy, hey, four eyes, I'm going to come over and I'm going to fucking punch you right in your fucking throat. And I'm like, why? Nobody gives a shit what he thinks. I do it. I'm like, oh, get him out of here. And who knows? He might have just been fucking around too, and you mistake it, right? I, you know, I don't know. I, again, I, I have honestly, I've started putting stuff out, and I only look to see people that I know that I'll read the responses. I've tried really not to. Have you started muting people? Um, a few, not yeah. a lot. And but because there are people yeah. that get it, and I'm yeah, really funny coming yeah, back. Yeah, then, and the then pe- there, there's always someone that crosses the line where you go, okay, dude, you're gonna try and make it personal. You cross the line, but um, it's funny because even the guys on Padres Twitter, like miserable Padres fan, God is damn, fantastic. So funny, but you know him, Woods. I mean, they're privately sending messages going, "Holy fuck, dude, are people pissed dude, today?" Gavin you know? is so fucking funny. Like, there's yeah, that's the funny thing. Yeah, but it's, it's look, just just the, say this tonight, okay? Just fucking. Be say what we all know. You don't give a fuck about the Padres. That's not true. It is true. You're a Dodgers fan. Okay, but I give a shit about the Giants. No, 100%. I never did radio for the Giants. But you and I were here the other night when the game was over, where our show was over. We watched the end of the game together with Josh. And dude, I was rooting for the Padres the whole time. I'm sitting there screaming, It's out. It wasn't out, but I was, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. You saw me cheering for the Padres. Well, maybe we don't want you. How about that? (laughs) How about about if we're not going to fucking let you into the dojo? Why don't you go over there to White Dragon? We don't need you in fucking Cobra okay, Cup. Okay, here's honestly, here's the deal. Who on the Padres should I hate? Oh, that's interesting. That's my point. Yeah, I mean, there's nobody. That's what I'm saying. Love Mud, love Don, love Jesse, love Tony. Yeah, that's love, true. Nobody love, on the team. No, love love the CEO of the company. Love Seidler. I love everybody. There's, I'm a fan of everyone on the. I know more people on the Padres than I do the Dodgers, as far as personally. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't fucking root against them I at all. I don't think we want you. I, no, think, we, I think we feel... That's fine. <laughs> you don't need to take me, but I'm just saying, I don't go out of my way to root against them. Yeah, I'm not sure on that. <laughs> the only time I told you that kind of sucked yeah. was when we did that bet two years ago. Oh, yeah. That sucked. I literally well, was trying to win the bet and was trying to get to a certain amount of losses. Yeah, I had to write you a fucking check for that. I didn't yeah. like that at all. So did nine other people. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. It's all right. You would have paid up. Yeah, I would have. Uh, the one thing too, that was very funny about Twitter. And then I want to ask you about the vaccine. Yeah. Is when Chris Sello, Chris Sello was angry. Chris Sello on Twitter yesterday. It was fucking killing he's me. He's best when he's angry. Chris Sello. Somebody tried to say something to him and he yelled at that guy to shut up. And then Scraby told him the guy's defending you. <laughs> and Ello said, not very well. That fucking was great. And then when Ello doubled down and said Tommy Pham's going to have a good year. I'll, I'll say this tonight. I hope Tommy Pham has a good year. Yeah. Tommy Pham is fast-tracking for me to becoming one of the most top five guys, high expectations, low delivery. Yeah. In Padre history. And I, and I don't see anything that makes me believe I'm going to change my mind. Now, look, 
Will Myers was one of those guys, and all of a sudden, Will Myers turned it around. He did. Will Myers, out of all those years, Will Myers had a great 60 days last year. And so... And he's off to a good start this year. And so maybe Pham does it, too. And... But, yeah, I, but God, fuck, he's damn. hitting like 174. Dude, he looks so fucking overmatched. He, he, <laughs> and Dave, I heard, I, I heard somebody called Coach yesterday ask, "Why is Fam built so big and looks so strong, and he can't even put the ball over the fence when Mookie Betts is 150 pounds and can do it?" Well, how about the fact he put 98 fucking stitches in his back? <laughs> and and they aren't a, still there; they're gone. No, I got it, but there's a part of me, Dave, that goes regarding Fam where you go. Dude, I don't know. Maybe a lot of guys are still on the DL, and he's trying to play through it. But holy shit, I'm just I'm looking right there, going, I I don't know. He's going to have a good year, and I was going to write back, define good. <laughs> it should have said. And, but then I'm like, but that looks like I'm cheering against my that fucking does. team, and I don't want to do that. I hope Lo's right. But holy shit, has anybody watched anything? Watched any? I didn't see any of the game today. But have you seen any Tommy Pham at bats where you're like, that's the guy we were super excited to get? Oh, my God, dude. Speaking of the game today, all right, I, I literally was listening to the radio the whole time, which usually I, I catch the game on TV, but I had it in my headphones the entire time. And I'm okay. listening around the seventh inning. I was going to text Dave Marcus, who runs the radio for Jesse and, and Tony Jr. And you could hear the, the microphone was picking up the people beneath them. Yeah. And Jesse goes, well, someone down there is having a good time because you could hear them laughing and right through the mic, clear as day. Yeah. And, and then right after he says that, the next guy says, man, where did you get that porn? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and hey. they ignored it. Like, oh, we didn't hear that one? Because oh. we all heard that. Check. <laughs> did you get that? You see my, Marcus is leaning over, pulling that microphone yeah. in. Are we in delay? <laughs> we no. <laughs> Shit. Don't tell Bollinger. He hasn't worked here in three years. Shit. <laughs> yeah, those crowd mics, man. They're tricky right now. Yeah. When you got 480 people in that fucking place. Oh, my God, dude. Ooh, it made me laugh. But those guys sound great together. Yeah. Those guys sound really good. I was laughing, though, when uh, Coach was trying to explain why Fam can't hit a home run. You know, all that. I'm not going to do a Coach impression. All that training with uh, with the biceps and stuff doesn't exactly translate to home runs. I'm like, dude, his what? lateral transition is really struggling right now. Is How about it? his bat speed's not that good, Coach? Maybe that's why it's not fucking going over well, the fence. You know, Dave, I don't know that you know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, you got it. I'm not sure I like where his feet are positioned. If they brought me down to talk to him, I may work with him. Adjust his place in the box a little bit. <laughs> okay, Coach. And I remember, Dave, he's getting used to new contacts. <laughs> But I, I want to say this right here. Dave, put yeah. it down. Yes. Because that will be the guy. That will be the guy that will live up to what you have said every time, which is the day fam's out of town, whether it's at the trade deadline or April 1st, you don't see shit yeah. on Twitter right now of anybody talking shit about Tommy Fam. No. Wait till that guy. It'll be open season. Yeah. Dean Spanos will be like, what the fuck did Tommy Fam do? Watch, watch that that guy. That'll be the guy, Dave. Oh, thank God we got that fucking guy out of here. They go back, look at tweet. Yeah. Let's go, Tommy. Yeah, that's it. Remember, I told you everyone goes fuck that guy when they leave. That's just what met, we do. Just met Tommy Fam at the Family Fun Center. He's awesome. Check out my picture. 
My fucking Argus and Franco jersey signed it. Dude, get that fucking guy out of here. How can I tell my kids how he got injured? <laughs> that, that's it exactly. Yeah. He had to Watch. Go. Oh, that, it's unbelievable the way they do it. Yeah. Two Pomerantz. I told you, man. Fuck that guy. Guy was an all star. Fuck him, Boston. They got a fucking bag of shit. He's back. Oh, yay. Fucking Pomerantz is awesome. Well, Love him. Love him. Welcome home. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's so crazy. <laughs> it's fucking teams never won jack shit, yet they're so willing to throw everybody away. Mark, let me explain. Josh Naylor, fuck him. Oh, my God. There's always people. Hey, everybody. I know you're all busy, but just a reminder Josh Naylor turned. What? What the fuck am I supposed to do? Send him a fucking one of those exploding cakes that <laughs> ties up my Instagram every fucking day? Rhymer Liriano, fuck him. I knew he wasn't going to make it. Boy, did you guys see Franchi go right against the wall? No. I got fucking life. Oh, boy. Go get him, Franchi. Fearless Franchi. Hashtag never forget. Oh, my God. All right, so let me ask you. What do you think? You aren't a doctor. We've made that clear. What do you think yeah. happens to Tatis? What's, I think what's he, the plan? I think we delay it for five months, and then he gets fucking <laughs> surgery, and then he's back at the All-Star break. <laughs> I think he comes back. Which All-Star break? Next 2022? Year. <laughs> yeah. It happens every fucking time with this team. Every goddamn time. Yeah. I like how they tell him, look, we're going to tell him he needs to slow it down a little bit. Yeah, he's, he's not, not paying doing attention shit. to that shit. Are you kidding me? Fuck no. Dude, the guy busted his chin open, sliding into home plate in a spring training game, tagging up on a ball to second. Yeah. Just to show you he could do it again. I mean, dude, he's not slowing down. This is what he is. This is why you guys love him. Is he ultimately heading to the outfield? See, that would be something else. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to the outfield. Could he be your outfield. left fielder and open a spot for mm. Abrams? You know what? A couple things here. Now, people are screaming right now. I'm just asking. I'm not saying I'm endorsing it. I'm asking. Here, Here's the interesting thing about Tatis. And Cal Ripken Jr. changed it. Corey Seager changed it. Where they're tall shortstops. It yeah. used to be you didn't have shortstops that tall. Right. You know he's an inch taller this year than he was a year ago? Dude. He's that, still growing. I mean, he's, he's 22 years old. He's still growing. That picture, I think, Dave, you lose perception when he's yeah. on the field, right? Yeah. Dude, that picture of him in the hospital, you're like, you forget. You go, that's he's a giant. big fucking yeah. kid, man. Yeah. yeah. He's a big dude. He's right. You don't want him to, to... Norv, don't lose your smile. <laughs> what the fuck was Norv talking about? It bugs the shit out of me. Of course, JoJo cheered for that fucking team. Of course he would. <laughs> it's okay. So in, in your opinion, but, you say outfield's a, an option with CJ staying at short? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm wondering. Wow, because all the talk had always been that CJ would be the one in center for one day. I got it. Well, uh, yeah, do you go center? Or, I mean, goddamn, Tatis can fly, dude. That's the thing. He, he, but Dave, he, he you gotta, fly. you gotta keep that fucking bat in the lineup. Oh, he, he's he's outstanding. I, we all believe now. I mean, it's easy to say, you know, hindsight twenty twenty. We all believe he was hurt. I mean, we, yeah. we talked. You and I before the injury was announced, we talked about his shoulders. Remember, we were talking about the throws yeah. and go the five errors and the bouncing the ball twice and. How he he pulled himself out of that game in spring training. I mean, we aren't even going to go through all the spring training injuries. But, dude, just, just that as a guy that's 22. Here, here we go. I'm going to make you sad. 2018, broken thumb. Season ending. 2019, strained left hamstring. Missed 24 games. 2019, stress reaction, lower back. Missed 41 oh, games. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. remember that? Uh, 2021, here we go. Hurt in spring training. And then, of course, the left shoulder. I like when Pete and Point Lopez yeah, said he hopes. Yeah, that son of a bitch. 
he said he hopes you get it in both your shoulders yeah. and both your hips. Yeah, you, throwing well, BP. You know what, Pete? I hope you're standing on the escalator when Ted Leitner falls down and takes you down first. You son of what a What do you bitch. think of that, Pete? Pete lives in Coronado. Nothing's going to happen. I know. Fuck there. him, dude. Pete in Point Loma. Yeah. He lives in IB. <laughs> he lives in North IB. Nobody's buying Pete shit anymore. You outed him. Uh, I know. I didn't mean to. He claims he works over there. Wink, okay. wink. Sure. Yeah. And lives there. Yeah. Working on that steak. <laughs> including that big fucking Coronado money it takes to live over there. He deserves it. I love that guy. Um, I don't know, Dave. I, I just... Look, it's not a decision that I have to make. It's not a conversation that I need to have. But goddamn, if you're that team, right? You got you just got to figure something out. It will come up. If if it happens, remember Jeff said it first. That he goes that that he that he could end up over there in the outfield. That Tatis has moved. You yeah. say remember Jeff said it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see it happening. I I just I don't see it happening. I mean, it, who knows? It, it, fuck, I said he won his bat in the lineup. You want everything about him in the lineup. I lost my shit yesterday because a very close friend of mine is a doctor. Okay. Right? So I send her a text, and I'm like, this is why I wish you were in fucking San Diego. Because it'd be so great to pull you on the show and go walk us through what is going on with this guy. And could it just be a situation? Because we don't know. Could it be a situation where you can go in? I mean, you've seen a Dave with pitchers where they can go in and, right? What's the jargon we always hear? They clean shit up. They tighten shit up. Is that something, especially in a non-throwing shoulder, that uh, you could go and do it? Boy, I, I wouldn't want to speculate. Oh, I go, you know what? For Christ's sake, <laughs> act like it's Dave who injured his fucking shoulder. You, you're Canadian. <laughs> There's no Canadian laws. God damn! Trying to make you a star, kid. You got to have a healthy shoulder to swing the bat. That's what well, it is. That front shoulder. I mean, that's how he got hurt. I mean, yeah. again, you're talking about a tremendous amount of bat speed. You're talking about everything that he does uh, to be successful. H- how can you possibly expect him to be Fernando if his shoulder's not 100%? It'll be fascinating to watch, and I sincerely hope that when he comes back in 10 days or 15 days, that, yeah, maybe that rest and just that work with the bands and that AMF fucking squeeze coil thing. Yeah. That yeah, makes them good as new. Here's my favorite Padre, by the way. Okay. All right. And, and I'm going to take Machado out of it because it's easy for anyone to say Machado. Of course, Machado, $300 million deal. I'm a huge Cronenworth fan. Yeah, that kid's stud. And I t- every time the ball's hit to him, you know he's going to field it correctly. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he batted lead off today. He went 0 for 4 today, still hitting 320. But he, he's the guy that when Kim came in, a lot of people said, well, Cronenworth was so bad at the end of the year that he's the one that goes to the bench or he's the one that goes to the left field. That kid's a stud. And Cronenworth is a stud. Yeah. I hope he continues to have uh, success because he's, he's that guy that has proven everybody wrong over and over again. And when he comes up to bat, you're happy to see him. You aren't going, oh, fuck, this guy's up. Yeah. But um, and, and speaking of Kim, just like we said, he's going to have trouble adjusting. And he is. He, he's used to seeing 86, 85, 86 in – Korea and here he comes here. Now you have to get you know train your eyes, as you say, to be a, used to hitting that fast pitch. And they say he's getting better and better. But what else are you going to say? You gave the guy all this fucking money. He's hitting two hundred right now. Okay. But you know, Phil Nevin made an interesting comment when he said he would go to spring training and he said he wouldn't touch a bat for a week, but mm. he would stand in there in the bullpens and just trying to train his eyes to that speed. Oh, I like that. And he goes, "Here's a you know a guy who's a professional that's been around forever." 
that said this is um, this is what it took for him to get ready was to train his eyes for a week before he's ready to swing. So you look at a guy like Kim, ninety six miles an hour is crazy fucking fast yeah. for anybody. Yeah. And when you aren't used to hitting it, it's going to take a while for this guy to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you you do the math, right? You go, all right, if these guys are used to seeing 95, what are they going to do when it's coming in at 105? Yeah. And it may be even higher than that, Dave. I'm sure there's mathematicians out there that would say, no, you have to do what the percentage is. Oh, shut up. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> shut up. Okay, it's faster than he's used to seeing. But... uh God damn, I thought, I don't know if you were watching last night, but there was a play at second base. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think it was Mike Yastrzemski slid in, and the throw from Caratini was a little off the bag, and Kim, and God damn, that dude's wrist looked like it bent back. Yeah. And I was like, that fucking kid just broke his wrist. And we're going to go have to get Freddie Galvis back here. <laughs> Freddie Galvis back. <laughs> we don't have shit. So, I don't know. Yeah, you know, there's, it's never easy with this team, man. Yeah. Never fucking easy with this team. Here's one thing that, that I find interesting. I've had a couple of kids over the last few years that I've coached that are eligible for the Major League Baseball draft. And nice. what these Major League teams do is you have to do an eye test. Oh, yeah. And if your vision isn't 2010 or 2012, they won't draft you. They won't touch wow. you. Is that I mean, where they're doing that thing like they're touching the board? I, I don't know. I, I always ask the kids, what was your vision? That's all I ever ask. I never ask what, the, what they exactly did. But when they tell me that, because in so many kids have the dream of becoming a Major League Baseball player. Yeah. But if you don't have that vision, you have zero fucking chance of hitting a Major League Fastball. Tommy Pham says, we're good. <laughs> Cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Looks Bring like the that guy shit. From, looks like the guy from The Jerk. <laughs> Tiny Lister. <laughs> Throw that shit up here, meat. <laughs> ah, fuck you. You don't have my you don't have my intensity. Watch me throw my bat. Oh my god. Oh but, my god. All right, man. Dave went today oh, yeah. doing his part to save the world. You're fucking welcome. Uh, where'd you go, Dave, and I went which to, one did you get? Okay, so I went to Kaiser. Remember I told you I didn't know which one I was going to get, but yeah. it said on my appointment that they have all three. Okay. Oh. Okay. So they they have all three. I want, from everyone I spoke to after talking to you, everyone saying do what Jeff did, get the Pfizer one. Just go okay. back for the second yep. shot because yeah, I was like I don't want to go twice. But I said all right, I'll, if I have the option of all three, I'm going to get Pfizer. Okay. I didn't have any fucking option. I Is said it? when they handed me the paperwork, it said Moderna. Oh. And I said fuck, I don't want the Moderna one. And so. Um, I said, can I choose before she stuck it in my arm? And, as, yeah. and she says, no, nope, the only one we have today is Moderna. And That's I said. Because they got a bunch of that. It's like when yeah, you get to the liquor no store, shit. 11 o'clock on Friday night, and oh, they got that natty light yeah, shit. That's, that's exactly There's right. no champagne of beers in exactly. there. You got fucked. So uh, I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? Go home? Like yeah. some people have told me, get the fuck out of there. But I said, no, of course, I'm going to get it taken care of. So they gave me the shot. Okay. And uh, it's funny you said you didn't feel a thing. All my friends who got the Pfizer said they didn't even feel it. Like yeah. my buddy who one of my buddies who got the Johnson and Johnson one said he was talking, and they go, "You're good to go." And he yeah. goes, "What?" And he looked down and there's a band aid on his yeah. arm. Didn't feel shit. I felt it. You know. Oh, I mean, no. it, yeah. But I, I fucking I hate needles. I mean, I don't I don't look one of those. But yeah. it's like it, it, it was over. But I was like, I definitely fucking felt that shot. Really? Yeah. And then um, did she give you the fucking jabby? Ching. I, I th- <laughs> she stabbed me. Like yeah. she didn't hold it the right way. She did it like that shot in fucking Pulp Fiction in the chest yes. with adrenaline. Exactly. Yeah, I guess because I fucking I felt it. 
Then they go go sit in the room uh, for yeah. 15 minutes. Okay. And they go look at the clock and then get up and go if you feel fine. Did they stamp your paper? Um, Sharp stamp mine. Like had like a timer yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's the other thing, by the way. The card is too fucking big. It is. Why don't they make it the size of a credit card? You can stick it in your wallet. Right. Like it's such a pain in the ass already. Yeah, got a fucking, I told you, it's an index card. Yes. And then they told me, don't laminate it. They go, the ink will fucking fade out. Don't laminate it. Well. And I'm like, okay. Really? Yeah. They said, they said a lot of people are, are laminating. Don't laminate it. I'm like, all right. So whatever. I got to go back May 7th for the second one. But I'm sitting there for 15 minutes like, what am I supposed to feel if I don't feel good? Yeah. So here's, you know, in your head, everything starts going through your mind, at least uh, with the May. My heart is beating yeah. right through my chest. And they're like, no, I don't think it is. Well, I'm sitting there looking down at my phone and I got my mask on. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I'm lightheaded. And then I'm oh, like, I'm going. But as soon as I moved my mask, I was 100% fine. Of course. You know, that was fine. I walked out. And then I felt like I waited till exactly 15 minutes. Like they don't yeah. say, hey, you've been in your 15. I'm just sitting with a bunch of other jerk offs. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm a rule breaker. I'm leaving at 14. And I, <laughs> I had a fucking laugh if you just <laughs> took a out. header. Took a header. And then, uh, and that was it. But so I, I got the first one. Now I don't want to scare anybody. I'm just telling you exactly what happened. And one of my buddies who got it yesterday. What'd he get? He got a second Moderna yesterday. Okay. And this is one of those like tough guy guys. Yeah. He looked like shit today. Yeah. Like, and I said, you all right? And he goes, been up all night. He goes, I've been shaking and cold. And, and he goes, I feel terrible. And he, it's the first time in my life where I've looked at him and gone, dude, he looks bad. Like, yeah. I, like this is the guy that walks into a room and beats up 10 guys. That guy looked like he, he looked terrible. And I was like, fuck, is that what I'm going to look like in a month? <laughs> but, that's, uh, and but your that's next one's on a Wednesday. It's on a Wednesday, yeah. It's on, uh, I, I guess, May 17th, May 7th. All right, we'll see. So Yeah, so anyway, I'm, I'm, that was it. I got the first one in and feel 100% fine. Like, I didn't, if you yeah. would have told me, you know, hey, remember today's the day you got it. I don't feel any different. Now, when you were walking out, were there people there cheering you? Yeah, they were cheering when I was walking in. Not walking out, but walking in. You know? Telling you, hey, great job and all that. Yeah, and they're waving fucking uh, <laughs> yeah, pom poms. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of like they're cheering you on. Yeah, it's absolutely. Funny, right? Yeah, and it was fast. I mean, if you're going, if you're one of those people and you're listening right now and you belong to Kaiser, you're going to go to Kaiser because I know a lot of people go all over Vaughn, CBS, whatever. Um, I was in and out, and, and counting the 15 minutes I was sitting there, I was in and out in, in 17 minutes. It felt like it, right? Yeah, yeah, it was, that's it was, the it was one. Done. So I I did it at uh, Cal State San Marcos, and it felt like the same thing. But our our buddy Maddie works at uh walmart yeah and he sent me a note and said hey we're gonna have the johnson johnson i mean dave i think it's great i really do i think it's great i know there are people that think we're all a bunch of fucking sheep go ahead think whatever the fuck you want i don't care because i'll tell you why i did it and i i think you and i are probably on the same page you had different symptoms than i had yeah i had it and i know that i had it because like we said the other day, if you laugh or if I laugh, I still cough from yeah. that. Like when you're shaking a cold and uh, I haven't had any head colds or anything like that. But the thing is, because I'm in contact with so many different people and because somebody very close to me is a doctor and said, yeah, you could take that yeah. and give it to your mom, to your dad, to your neighbor, to your brother, to your sister, to your kids uh, and really fuck people up. I didn't want to do that. So that's why I went and stayed in quarantine for 10 goddamn days. And that's why I went the other day and uh, got the shot. But I'll say this. I said a couple of months ago, fuck, it was great. 
couple of months ago, I was like, I'm getting fucking rid of social media. And I was so glad to do it. And then um, I have three friends that don't have Instagram, don't have Twitter. You know, I really miss hearing about your kids. I go, well, there's nothing to hear. Do you follow their mom? I don't really know her. And it just, you know, I just kind of like seeing the pictures and everything else. And, ah, fuck. (laughs) What are you so mad about? Because I shoot my fucking mouth off every time. And I'm so excited to get rid of it. And then it's just fucking back. Yeah. And you just come back. You're like, you're such a fucking bitch. (laughs) Uh, But I will say this, Dave, the other day. Uh, my pal Matt Coyle yeah. uh, has a brand new book out, Last Redemption. It'll be out for you, Scrubs, in December. It's fucking great. It's so good. And on Saturday, I went and saw Matt, and I got my advanced copy of it. And I get the one which is fun, because I Coyle's such a fucking smartass. I get the uncorrected version, right? They call it an ARC, an advanced reader's copy and sometimes I'll be like, hey, there's a typo on page 27, or hey, this doesn't fucking work on page 60, right? Now he's like, just read it and shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just want to hear your shit. You don't want to hear my shit. So the fact that I get it uh, a couple of months ahead is really, really great. Yeah. And I'm incredibly excited about this book because somebody very, very close to us... Uh, there's a character in the book by the same name. Cool. And I won't I won't give it away. We'll let everybody figure it out in December. But Saturday was great because I went, I saw Matt, hadn't seen him in a while, get the copy of the book, and then I went and got my shot. Yeah. And so I posted a picture on Instagram, and a lot of that's done to help promote Matt's books. And I said, hey, what a great Saturday. Get Matt's book in my card. And Matt said, well, let's see which one gives you the worst side effects. I'm like, it's your fucking book. I feel great. (laughs) Um, But the thing that was really nice was I was waiting for people to be chirping. And nobody did. Yeah. Everybody was like, hey, man, that's fucking great. Good for you. It was cool. Like I've done for other people. I'm just, goddamn, Dave, when you hear the state could reopen on June 15th. Yeah. I don't know. That could be because Newsom's trying to save his job. He's in panic mode. Right now, California's the safest state out of the 50. I took so much shit from friends that live in Toronto last year. Yeah. That were like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Nobody's, you guys are crazy. Nobody's paying attention. We're in a shutdown mode. And all I know is I was able to go to the Padre game last week. Yeah. And do our life. And they're in another 28 fucking day lockdown. And we're fast tracking. Yeah. Dave's getting shot. Uh, so many of you are going and getting shots and doing that thing. Good for all of you. And slowly but surely, we're digging out of this shit. Offices, now we're in that orange tier and offices can start coming back. Shit, man. It's uh, it's a good time. It's pretty amazing. Um, it, it's funny, not because we, we spend enough time doing the, the political stuff. I will say yeah. this, and it doesn't matter if it was a, you know, a Republican president, what I'm saying. <clears throat> when you, I can't imagine you step in an office, everybody's in disarray in yeah. January. And this guy comes out and says 100 million people will be taken care of in 100 days. 59 days it took him to get 100 million. Is that right? I mean, that's fucking incredible. So anyone who sits and goes, hey, you know, fuck that. Hey, you can say fuck that guy any which way you want. He got 100 million vaccines in 59 days is insane. Dave, I'll give full credit to him and I'll give full credit to the guy who was there before him. 
Whether you loved him or you hated him, they found the money and sent that fucking money to get this shit going. Oh Jesus, dude! He completely took a shortcut. He he went he went minor. There was no there was no plan to fucking distribute it. No, but I'm saying at least to get the money to the companies to develop the uh, develop the vaccine to at least give the companies the money. I I don't give a fuck. Whoever it was that he gets told credit, you to take bleach. I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> hey. You know, here's uh, the deal, and I want to make this really clear to, to, to for people that listen. I said Jeff's gotten the first shot. I got the first one. It's called doing your part. Yeah. As Jeff mentioned, there are people in his life that it's important that hey, you're 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 healthy when you're around them. Look, Donald Trump got the shot. His wife got the shot. Yeah. I have friends of mine today that are telling me I'll never get the shot because Trump was against it, and I go, Trump got the fucking shot. Yeah. So I don't Dude. care if you're a fan and you hate Biden. Look, your guy got the shot. Go get the fucking shot. Yeah, fucking Andrew Cuomo got it. He's like, I can't fuck chicks if I'm not vaccinated. It's did, did not Sean healthy. Did Sean Watson get it? Who? Deshaun Watson, did he get it? Oh, watch it. Not Christ. <laughs> 22 people. Jesus that guy, I don't want to play in yeah. Houston. I will no. play anywhere. I'll play in the park. My point is, Dave, I, I couldn't give less of a fuck whoever That's what was I'm responsible for it. Trump, Let's get back Biden to normal. combination. Uh, maybe the, not that little shit Ted Cruz, most punchable guy, <laughs> no Mitch McConnell, most Ted fucking Cruz. punchable guy in the world. Um, but whoever played it a part in it, good for them. Yeah. Good for fucking it's them. I, pretty I, amazing. I was with my kids a couple of weeks ago. We're at the park, and I just started bullshitting with this dad whose son, a couple years younger than my kids, uh, we're playing. And we're just bullshitting, and he was talking about the fact that he had just moved here. And he said, yeah, it's been really tough on my son. I moved here from New Jersey, and he's been in Zoom classes. He can't really get out to yeah. meet anybody. He's only eight or nine years old. And we're talking. He fucking worked for Johnson & Johnson. And he was saying, you know, it was a month ago, he goes, hey, man, I, I just feel like uh, things are going to start to change, and a lot more people are going to. And he goes, dude, whatever. Moderna, Pfizer, yeah. Johnson Johnson, just fucking get it. And we were talking, and he goes, it's an amazing time because we're in La Jolla. And I'm like, I think Jonas Salk was here. He goes, go back and look at how long it took Jonas Salk to develop. Because I get it. It's the 30s or whatever the time frame. But he goes, look at how long it took. For the polio vaccine. Yeah. Yes. And he said, look at where we are now. It's incredible. So... Yeah, I don't. Hey, do whatever the fucking you want to do. I don't give a well, shit. You do give a shit because because it, it basically does affect your life and every day. You want things to be as normal as possible. I mean, as you said, June fifteenth, and, and I'll say this: we talk about baseball all the time, but dude, let's say the Lakers or the Clippers are in the NBA Finals. Staples Center would be sold out again. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, it, it, when you look at sports and go, now it feels normal. The NFL saying they expect full capacity. You go, fuck, man. You just want you just want normal. A year ago at this time, we didn't know when normal was coming back. We kept hearing the end of 2021 at the earliest. Remember, you're hearing yeah. maybe Christmas time 2021 will get our shit together. Uh, I will say this, and it's going to sound incredibly dumb or that I'm joking around, but I'm, I'm actually not. My son Jack is a huge. He's got the bug that I had when I was 13. He absolutely loves the WWE, and he loves AEW. This weekend, Dave, it's WrestleMania. And so he got into it like two years ago. And as I'll know, right? All you know, WrestleMania is like the big showcase event. Yeah. I think a couple of years ago, they had it at 49ers Stadium and there's 70,000 people there. And it's 
for him, man. I mean, he loves the Super Bowl and NBA All-Star Game and finals, but he was really excited. And last year, when his guy Brock Lesnar and others were in it, they had to do it in like a closed-down TV studio with nobody there. And I just remember sitting there with my son, who was 12 at the time, and he was like, God, this sucks. Right? Really? Like, he said it? Yeah, I mean, hey, kudos to those guys who at least tried to do something three weeks after the whole world shut down, right? Tried to put a show on and do some different things. But now he's all excited because this weekend they're back in Tampa and they're yeah. doing it at Raymond James Stadium. And they're expected to have thirty to 40,000 people in this stadium. And it's back outside and I couldn't tell you fucking anybody on it. But he's excited that it feels like that's kind of going back Good. to normal. And so, yeah, and he's back to school uh, a week from Monday. So a week from Monday, they're back four days a week, and he's excited about that. So, yeah, all that shit. For any of you that have gone and gotten the shot and done your part, to Dave, for you, um, for myself and all the rest of us, that's a huge part of what allowed us to go from purple to red to now to orange. Yeah. And it won't be long before those numbers change to yellow. And that's good, man. I, I, I believe the doctors, I believe the scientists, and I'm, I'm happy for all of you. Because it's pretty exciting when you go in there and you feel like, wow, that's pretty cool. I got the first one done. All right. Speaking of wrestling, okay, uh-huh. have they, do they have wrestling like they have, like you just talked about in Europe? Do they do the same thing? Yeah, and it was awful. Now, I haven't been, I mean, I lived in London from 87 to 88 yeah, you gotta deal with that fucking accent. <laughs> listen to that <laughs> shit. Right. Uh, here we come to the ring right now, and it's all quiet. Here he comes. He's the angry man from Manchester. You're like, what? <laughs> Fuck is this guy? Right? That the lead singer of Frankie goes to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, it's it's different. It's like the shit they used to run at the high school gym, oh, right? Yeah. Riverside. You know, that's they, funny. Yeah, where Jake the Snake comes out. You're like, fuck, I thought he died. What the fuck? How old is that guy? Uh, yeah, it's not very good. It's not. I was just curious to know. It seemed like there'd be money all over the world if you wanted to sit there and expand it. As you, you just want mentioned, the funny football thing? stadiums are getting sold out. Yeah. I lived in London in 87. I got there. It was WrestleMania 3. WrestleMania 3 was Hulk Hogan against Andre the Giant from the Silver Dome in uh, Detroit. Okay. Okay. I, they always say, like, they always claim there's two million people in that. Oh, no, so many people, right? <laughs> but I was living in London, and I wanted to see it. And goddamn if my dad, we always talk about shit, you're, you're, what we try to do as a yeah. dad. My goddamn dad called some hotel. There was some, like, nice hotel in London and came up with some line because it was on Sky Sports in London. It wasn't pay-per-view. It was on Sky Sports for free. And my dad gave these dudes some line, and they go, yeah, tell your son to come over. And they put me in, like, a little fucking, I mean, it was a ballroom. Wow. And the dude came in and plugged in the TV and turned it on, and I said to the guy, I go, man, I will make sure this place is spotless. He's like, I'm not worried about you. He's like, whatever you need. 
And uh, I had some cash. And he goes, dude, here's the menu. Let me know. So I ordered yeah, whatever. You get to eat a sandwich and a couple of beers or whatever. And I sat in this ballroom. And I said to my son, dude, that would have never happened if it wasn't for my dad. That's I, cool. And my dad did that for me. It was goddamn great. One guy just sat there watching it on like an 18-inch colored TV for four hours in this ballroom wow. in London. And uh, yeah, it was great. That's cool. That's yeah. a good story. Yeah. For uh, So WrestleMania. Yeah. People say, what's your WrestleMania memory? Yeah. And I go, well, I, I don't have WrestleMania memories other than that. It was oh, that's great. funny. The only WrestleMania that I remember is the, the first one that I ever saw. Was with Mr. T? With, yeah. Madison Square Garden. They had that. Captain Lou with the rubber bands in his face. And Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Dude, any of us that were going to the sports arena at that time, and Dave, I don't even know what we were going to. I'm, soccer's maybe? I was trying to think. I, I don't think. I lived Gull- in Tennessee at the time. I don't know. The Gulls weren't back. But I remember my buddies and I were down there for something. And they used to have those like digital boards and the inside of the sports arena, right? Promoting yeah. different events. Peter Frampton. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and uh, and it said WrestleMania, and we're like, "What the hell is that? We don't know." And the, so we asked, right, the people that work there, and they're such a friendly group. Hey, what's WrestleMania? What? 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 That digital board? How the fuck do I know what the re- WrestleMania? I don't know. And then yeah, they had it down there at the sports arena on pay per view. Oh, that's cool. That's Did you cool. Ever go see anything? In an arena like that on pay-per-view on a big movie no, screen? No, never have. Really? Never have. Wow. I remember when I was a kid, though, in downtown Nashville, all the movie theaters that were showing porn. They oh, would, They nice. would show the, the fights. Look same, at that. Same theaters. Like, it could be, you know, you'd get a fight. Remember, you'd be like, how the fuck am I going to see this fight? Yeah. And then you'd go downtown and you'd see it in the same theater that would be triple X something. Completely different experience. Yeah. Uh, still 87 in London for the first, well, only Ray Leonard Marvin Hagler fight. Now, this was different because it was in a concert hall. But remember, I mean, if that fight started, went off at nine o'clock here, we're eight hours ahead. So I had to be to that theater at like two in the morning and dude, it was probably 40% full, but the audio was turned up and we watched that shit when Ray Leonard beat Marvin Hagler, wow. but we went, I saw Roberto Duran, Marvin Hagler was on pay-per-view at Qualcomm stadium. They put it on the pitcher's mound and, and shot it out towards the outfield. So they had a big one there. Was that good? Uh, not as great no. as I think we all hoped. And then I saw Holmes Cooney, um, at the sports arena, like right where the stage would be for concerts. They dropped a big screen. How much? Um, my buddy, my buddy that I went, Mike Devaney, who I went to Earl Warren with, his dad had got us seats at, uh, at the sports arena. So I was a kid. I, great fucking catch. Holy fuck. Can Seiko, center field? Great fucking effort there, kid. Is that Mateo? No, that was Ona. Uh, no. You sure? Who? Um, maybe it was Mateo. I'm sorry. Yeah, Hold I think on. it's Mateo. And then... Uh, it was Mateo. What the fuck was I thinking? It was. It was Mateo. Yeah, and then I couldn't get in. It was sold out. 
for Tommy Hearns, uh, Marvin Hagler, and we figured out a way to go back around the back of the sports arena and watch it on a small feed by the satellite truck. And I got fucking interviewed by Ed Zaralski for the paper. Really? So Zeke and I laughed about that for 30 years. I go, yeah, that was it. Because we got all the way down there thinking we could get a scalper ticket. We couldn't get in. But, dude, there was something about that, man. When you could go pay-per-view, I guarantee you, Pete and Billy and uh, Meddy and all these guys, Stevie Verissimo, I guarantee you, all these guys, Jimmy Betancourt, uh, all of us of a certain age probably have memories of going to watch something in an arena somewhere, man. Tell me what you went to watch on pay-per-view. Oh, I want to know. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. just want to point out as we're watching highlights right now of the Padre Giants game, Snell didn't go past five innings again. Is that right? Yep. What was his line? Five innings pitched, two, uh, two hits, two runs, both earned, four walks. That's a lot. Uh, eight Ks. Pretty okay. good right there. 87 pitches, and they finished with his ERA right now in the season's 1.86. He had a funny line after the game talking about how uh, Paddock was giving him shit that he can't hit. Yeah. And he said he got a hit. He did get a hit. Yeah, and he said he looked in at Paddock. Like, now what? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I tell you, as much as I love having Darvish here, uh, I, I love Snell. Like, I think Snell and his attitude are perfect for that team. You know, Josh put a thing on Twitter yesterday. People started yelling at him about it. I thought it was kind of weird to get upset with him with. And Josh is a big Padre fan. The question was, which Padres starting pitcher, assuming they're all healthy, do you have the most faith in? Yeah. I don't know why people got mad. What do you, yeah, what are they upset and about so, that? <laughs> there's nothing controversial about it. Yeah. He didn't give his opinion. Um. For me, if they're all healthy, and then he put Clevenger in there too. Sure. They're all healthy. Which Padre pitcher do you want on the hill? I, I For me, it's Lamette. Oh, they're that's all healthy. I like that. And uh, I don't know why the fuck one guy lost his fucking mind. But anyway, yeah, who's who's your guy? Like Snell. It, Snell's your guy. I just, dude, I just, I mean, yeah, the whole five inning thing is a little weird. But I did see what Tingler said yesterday. And what Tingler said in the paper will be very, very interesting to watch. And he said that there has been a plan in place for these guys to start ramping up and that they have to get six to seven innings out of their starters because they just cannot yes. go. No team can. No team can go four innings plus every night with their bullpen. Yeah. And so we'll see. I think with Darvish, you can do it. I think with Musgrove, you can do it. Uh Maury Hone, you're going to have to ramp up. I mean, they said he probably could have gone a little further the other day, except for his spot came up in the lineup with the tying run at second. You get that. Um, Lamette, I think, is a huge fucking question mark, right, until yeah. we see where he is. And uh, But I think Snell can do it, too. I really do, Dave. I didn't watch He hasn't enough. done it in a long time. I haven't watched a lot of him in the American League, obviously aware of him, but just the idea of sitting down, Watching Rays baseball, yeah, never really uh, lit the fuse for me, but I, dude, I like that guy. Yeah, again, he has not gone over five innings since gonna, July of 2019. They better figure it out, big <laughs> shot. They better figure it out, pretty boy. That's it. What does he make? Ten million a year? We pay you ten million. You get your ass out there you one more the inning. Fuck out there. We'll tell you when you're done. It hurts. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Get out there. Fucking go nine innings playing Twitch all night. <laughs> no, I like that guy, man. He's uh, it's cool. How about the Braves being one in four? I know the Braves off to a horrible, horrible start. 
All right, here we go. Um, again, he mentioned a bunch of guys that were friends with. A couple guys I'm going to end up seeing in the next couple days. I ran into one the other day, but I'm going to see Billy, I think, on Saturday. Oh, yeah? His Point Loma softball team is supposed to be down at Benito Vista. I said, dude, I'm going to try and stop by, catch I him. I like that. Good dude. And I saw Brian Curry the other day. I saw yeah. Brian Curry yesterday in Poway. Do you know why I love Brian Curry? I mean, Brian Curry is going to help you find the house of your dreams, whether you're buying or selling. But you know why Brian Curry's the best real estate guy I know? Because he's not setting up the fucking camera in his kitchen or in his garage. Hey, everybody. This is Brian <laughs> with my real estate moment. You know, boy, that market out there, it's crazy. What is with all these fucking real estate guys? Because there's so many of them that don't make any money. They're doing everything they can. It's like you've always heard, never go get a lawyer that advertises on TV, right? Yeah. Don't go get a real estate agent that advertises on TV. Go by word of mouth. Yeah. Hey, gang. It's Sparky, your real estate guy, back here in the garage. And God dang. What a day, huh? And they always got some bullshit opening line. Boy, oh, boy. I, hey, I'm with you. Let's hope Tatis is okay. Like, who? Who'd you say, Sparky? <laughs> Tatis? Big fan? Brian caught me like in a bad moment. Like, I didn't know he was there. When have you ever had a good moment? Oh, my God. Well, usually I try and be a nice guy. All right. I mean, I'm fuming. We just lost in extra innings to Poway. Okay. Yeah, walk didn't have walk off. That's second walk off in, in, in <laughs> fucking ridiculous. That's where I wish I was there. And so. Uh, but that pitch got away, huh? And, and so, the, oh, my God, dude. The, dude, the kid on Poway balked in the winning run. Oh. And the umpire goes, hey, don't do it again. I go, don't do it again. That's a balk. But then we balked in a run two, and they let that one go. I'm like, dude, what the fuck's going on with these North County umpires? It was 100% true. Okay, I'm sure Angel Hernandez was there. I was super pissed. The kid on on Bowie walks to our dugout. Yeah. And just goes, it's too easy. It's too easy. I don't even know why you guys showed up. I'm like, dude, we've out hit you 10 to 2. We hit a two-run home run off you. It's too easy. And- None of, none of my none of my players did anything. Nothing. I go. I just looked at the kids like, man, times have changed since I was in high school. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was, guy just pissed on you. Oh, he did. It was, it was nuts. And then I was just, I was like, God dang it! I think I was more pissed about that than losing. And then Brian's just over the fence. Hey, just like hanging there like a muppet. And I just see his head, and I'm like, Hey, Brian! And like I felt bad. I was fucking. Just, I don't like it. I was so angry. I wanted to pass out. It was, there he was in the helicopter. Game got away from me there, big shot, didn't it? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Brian Curry again. He's the guy, man. I don't know what you guys are waiting for. Right now in this real estate market, it's insane. This is a great chance for you to make a lot of money. Brian Curry is the guy that can sell your house. You can also find the house of your dreams. Don't waste any more time. Call our good friend Brian Curry at 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. The one other final thing that you'll never see with Brian is when they're doing that real estate moment. And they all have that forced fake smile, hey? Because they don't know that the camera's started yet, so they're just waiting for their cue. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's uh, Lance with your real estate moment. And my gosh, hot one out there today, huh? Well, you know what else is hot? The market. Fuck off. Get off my feed, you fucking douche. <laughs> Just flying choppers, buddy. Not setting up any kind of tripod. Over. Closing deals. Cashing checks. Breaking decks. That's why Curry's my man. Never going to see that bullshit of him no. set up. He doesn't have any fucking old uh, warships in a bottle behind his fucking desk. That's another asshole. If you ever see that, 
<laughs> Sitting there with your mock turtleneck, like half sideways. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hello there, friends. Well, hey, what's up? Yeah. Didn't realize the camera was in my kitchen. Yeah. There's always a picture of, the, <laughs> of their wedding day behind them. Yeah. That's Give awesome. me a fucking break. You have porn you on your let, computer. You let that asshole sell your house. Come on. You're not going to. You get fucked. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I just want to say in closing. So anyways, I I appreciate that I got a real agent on my side. Dave has a real agent on your side, and you will too. Call Brian Curry. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent Absolutely. You. Look, when you're ready for that pool, man, the weather's outstanding. It's going to continue to be great. Taylor May Pools. What are you waiting for? Alan Taylor's your guy. More than 20 years building pools for you in your backyard. You name what you need. Whether you already have a pool that needs to be fixed or you have an idea for a brand new pool, work with Alan Taylor. He'll make you basically the pool of your dreams come true, and he'll show you the 3D design virtual tour to walk you through the process. Again, Taylor May Pool, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. Y'all have noticed it. Boy, you go out to your car, and it's any time past, it's between 11 and 3, and you go out and get in the car, and now my car is white. I've had yeah. gray cars, black cars, uh, green, right? You have the darker paint job, and people always say, oh, man, your car retains the heat. I have a white car. I went out today at 1130 in Carlsbad. My office is about three miles from the beach, and it felt like a fucking sauna yeah. in my car. We're all getting it because guess what? Yeah, we had rain, and we had that marine layer come in, and all those different things that happened. But all that shit seems to be behind us now, and we are fast-tracking to another warm, make-that-hot summer. So how are you going to spend the time? Well, we're hopeful that by June 15th, a lot of things may come back. But do you really want to go deal with the beach? You want to deal with crowds? You want to deal with some guy with sunblock on his nose? You want to look at that all day? Or a woman? You got she have hairy shoulders? You don't need to see that shit. You work for a living. You pay your taxes. So that's why you call tailor-made pools and get one of those gorgeous pools in the backyard. Now, listen, I love all of you. <laughs> I do. I love all of you, and I love the support for the show. But when my friend Alan is excited about something he's done in the backyard, maybe if we could restrain a little bit from saying, well, that doesn't look like Victoria Principle to me. <laughs> I get the joke. Dave gets the joke. But Alan's trying to celebrate another job well done. So maybe you just send the link to me and say, hey, 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 I thought this was supposed to be Linda Carter, and you and I will enjoy a good chuckle together, but I'm not sure we need to clog up Alan's timeline by doing it. But guess what, Dave? Guess what? We feel good. We feel good. Yes. And I have not cleared this with Amy or Alan or anybody, but God damn it. We're going to do this one tonight because we all just need a little bit of good news. One of our favorite people has been a guest twice on this show. One of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen in my life happened at Radio Row in San Francisco when Dave sprinted like a young child chasing an ice cream truck trying to get a snow cone, chased the great Lisa Amp. For the first 75, well, we're probably going to have to cut her in on that. That's all right. We'll promote the fact you can get a signed copy of her book on her website. There you go. Dave didn't get a signed copy, but he did no. get a copy of the book. Uh, for the first 75 people with cash in hand, Amy's saying, I said 40. I said 75. Call, and you can get the Lisa Ann special. That's popular. 
It's just Lee saying it's not the pool boy or the mechanic or the guy there to fix the air conditioning. <laughs> Sorry. I could not get that approved. First 75 of cash only. Tell him I want the TRLA special. Amy knows what it is. Get that pool built, and all your neighbors will come over, and all of a sudden your father-in-law will show up. You know what he'll be doing there? Drinking your coldest beer and saying, I know who that is right there. <laughs> Mama, look who he got his pool built like. Susie, the school teacher. I always liked you. I didn't know you were a little pervert, but I like you. Yeah, that'll be good. Get that pool built, Dave. You sick fuck. The TRLA special. I did. Amy knows what I'm talking about. She does it. Oh, boy. She saw her on Billions. Yes, she did. She did. Heard her on the show here. Loved her. And met her at our event. She did. Dan Williams is who you need to talk to right now if you're worried about your finances. Look, Dan Williams is the person to fix things for you. If you're one of those people in debt, don't be that guy anymore. Also, if you're one of those people that are still renting, don't be that guy anymore as well. Dan Williams can help you out. He also has his Bar Smart 2-Minute Tuesday on YouTube. You can check that out. It's free. 858-688-6813. Let Dan Williams help you out right away. 858-688-6813. You do. Unlike the Real Estate Minute, you do need that minute because it is. It's a challenging time for everybody with money. And now you've got, think about what has recently happened, Dave. Your second stimulus check, you've got tax return coming. You've got gas prices going up like crazy. What do you do with that money? Yeah, you don't want Sparky with the ship in the bottle telling you how to buy a house. But goddamn, you should be paying attention to what Dan's telling you each and every Tuesday. Man, I looked down the other day and I give him full credit. And I talk about it all the time because it excites me. That fucking credit score is back to 814. And that's borrow smart, repay smart. And that's why Dan was accepted as an L.A. Kings season ticket holder, because they know he's no bullshit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he can help you as well. It is going to be a very interesting time. You're going to want to be able to have your finances in place, whether it's buying a house, refinance, loan modification, uh, reverse mortgage. Like I said, Dan helps somebody incredibly close to me that was facing foreclosure, had gotten into a tough, tough situation, and Dan and his team were able to help. And all kidding aside, man, if anybody you know is struggling and you're trying to get things set up so you can buy a house, boy, I can't think of anybody to better to help you than Dan Williams. Absolutely. Kyle Fluger's the guy you want to talk to next when it comes to your website. Kyle's helped me out. He's helped Jeff out as well. Again, 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. The latest one we did on uh, JP25 Media, Josh and I did, we talked about the night where Rita got hurt with the t-shirt cannon. Oh, I like the one where you acted like you had no idea what OnlyFans I didn't, was. I didn't understand that. He had friends. Okay, I heard a crazy OnlyFans story today. Let me hear it. A guy, a guy that I'm friends with, all right, ended up leaving his wife, hooking up with another girl that, his, that he used to work with, the wife okay. of the guy he used to work with, and they did OnlyFans. And they both quit their jobs and have made $3 million. No shit. No shit. How's she look? Great. Now, some crazy shit, though. They told me that I'm not even going to say on this show. That's crazy. <laughs> Dude, I mean, think about all this stuff we talk about. I'm not even going to repeat it on this show. Well, look at you. $3 million. The guy quit his job. Do I know him or her? No, don't know either one. I'll tell you what they did after the show, but you're gonna, your head's going to spin.
They didn't kill somebody. It's not snuff no, films. No, but it's 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 inviting another person into the bedroom. Another chick? N- no. Oh, what is going on there? Isn't that the doorbell game? That's some weird thing. That's the Randy West story that you and I love. Oh my gosh. One minute he's holding the camera, and the next next minute the other guy's holding the camera. What Who, is good, boy? Yeah. That's a lot of trust. I don't yeah. trust anybody. That's that's some crazy shit, right? Man, oh man. Yeah. But for three million. Yeah, three million dollars. What if A Rod and J Lo call and say, "Dave, we need a third, and I figure you can probably clear one point two. <laughs> I think all you have to think about that. Just think about it in your head. We don't need your answer out loud. Yeah, these OnlyFans. Holy cow. That's the way things are going. Uh, let me ask you. If you saw a girl you went to high school with had an OnlyFans account. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking made my friend Scott King buy uh, the porn. Our friend that we went to San Diego with. And it was sad because she was so hot in high school. So hot. Griff just text me. I'll tell you who it is. And uh, oh, she was unbelievable. She worked with me at High Five, the sporting goods store. And cool, right? And then she, I don't even know how we figured out she made movies. Underground, you know, network of porn freaks talking. And, uh, but I wasn't going to pay for that shit. So I, my buddy's, <laughs> my buddy Scott King, we found it. We shook it. I don't even know if I kicked in 10 bucks. I probably need to Venmo him 10 bucks. Don't let me forget. I got to okay. Venmo you cash. And, uh, and so we got it. And my roommate, Laura, had played tennis with her. So she's like, oh, I want to see this. And I swear to God, I think I've told this story. We fast forward, right? It's the old VHS fast forward because we're all excited. And uh, she looked like she hooked up with Malachi from Children of the Corn, that red-haired guy. Yeah. And they're up on like this grass hill. Looked like Malibu. And you're just hearing, through the boom mic because they're outside. Hey, what's up? Uh, nothing, Bash. What are you doing? Shut up, you want a bank? Okay. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you want a bank? I told Scott, you sick fuck. Take this and get this the fuck out of here. We're going to watch something clean like Faces of Death. <laughs> you sick fuck. You fucking asshole. I think Laura and I need to see this. Oh, my God. And then she had a new one come out. I was like, hey, buy that one. He's like, no, you dick. <laughs> uh, uh, what do they charge a month? How much is I, it? Dude, I don't know. I didn't even get to that part. I was just amazed at the stuff the that they What was the thing that Lisa did? Remember she had that whole thing. God did damn. she have OnlyFans? I think it was a no. cam video. Yeah, she had something different. Yeah. She was hyping the shit out of yeah. that every day. I think she was making a ton. You think? Yeah, I think she oh, was. Oh, you fucking sticky fingers out there? God damn it. Would you buy that if your grandmother was in the room? You do. You take a look in the mirror. God damn, rein it in. A second ago, you're selling Lisa Ann pools. Calm down. I'm selling it because she was... Gr- <laughs> Listen, she came out... Let me remind you of something, you fucking short-sighted prick. Who are you talking to, me? You! Short-sighted prick, all right. <laughs> she came out here, you ungrateful... <laughs> so, <laughs> I did pretty good until I look at you, then I start fucking laughing. God damn it. Uh, do you understand she came out here... And put sausages in her mouth when she's a vegan to support. She did. Walchef. Yeah. Was it sausages or tri-tip? Tri-tip. Yeah, it wasn't sausages. Whatever. She put beef yeah. in her mouth. I'm surprised she didn't get sick. 
I not know. because of Sean's food, just but hell, I can't imagine someone who's been a Dude. vegan all of a sudden eating meat. Let me tell you that. And you know what? I hear all you fuckers with your little jokes. Shut up. I hear all you fuckers. I did it intentionally. So you go, you don't think I didn't walk you all in by your little sweaty hands into that fucking. He said he put meat in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I did it on purpose, okay? I've been here before. Uh, dude, that chick has so much game. Like, you think she wasn't, she had a blast. We got to get her back on. I still have the thing on my phone when she walked in the hotel room. She, when she played like that, back in the movies. Remember she oh, walked yeah. in the room? <laughs> hey. Oh, I didn't expect to see you here. <laughs> When's she coming back on? When's the last time she was on? Someone asked me that today. When are you putting her back on? Literally, someone asked me that same question. She's when? not. We'll find out when the new book's coming out. Okay. Book two's coming out. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, whenever that's available, we'll we'll promote book two. Absolutely. All right, here we go. We got how old are they and how much are they worth? We have two dates. We're going a total of five, but two dates. April 7th, April 9th. Nobody famous is born on April 8th. Okay. Except like Billie Holiday. Um, all right, here we go. April 7th, Jackie Shan. Dude, how fu- are you a Jackie Chan fan? I am. I'm even more of a fan now that I know uh, how well he does. Rumble in the Bronx, police story, like old school, right? Yeah. First Rush My Hour. My wife is a huge Jackie Chan fan. Dude, he did a documentary with a guy named Jonathan Ross in London. I don't know if you can even find it, but it was when he was first starting, and it was talking about how he does all his own stunts. And like 10 minutes of the documentary were outtakes of him where he starts at like the third level of a hotel and he's supposed to roll from awning to awning to awning and then do like a, you know, Mitch Gaylord leap down to the ground. And he fucking starts at like the third floor and he rolls down to the awning and the awning breaks and he drops like 60 fucking feet to the ground. Just splat. And a bunch of his lackeys run and scoop him up. And half hour later, he's back up there again, rolling down and it works and everybody's happy. I love that dude, man. I'm going to say, funny, I was thinking about him the other day, wondering how old he is. Uh, I'm going to say he's 61. 66. Shit. Uh, 200 million. 370 million. No shit. Yep. Good for him. Yeah, how about that? All right, same date, April 7th, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Say he's 59. 56. Damn. Like that dude. Uh, 150 million. 100 million, straight up. All right. All right. April 9th, here we go. This person died in 2017. It's Hugh Hefner. Oh. You know what? Call me crazy, dude. I think that dude banged a lot of chicks. <laughs> I'm going to say half. Half today would have been 94. Really close, 95. 95. I'm, I'm Actually, yeah. April, he would have been uh, 94. Well, he's 94 today. Yeah, yeah, he is. You got it right. I'll give it to you. All right, and then uh, I don't think the money's quite what we thought it was because he invested in a bunch of shit for the company, and then he kind of scrambled. Yeah, still a more bit. than I thought, just so you know. Uh, say, I'll say a hundred million. Oh, really? Fifty million dollars? Okay. I, I thought he would be a lot less. All right, here we go. We just talked about it the other day. It was kind of weird. Lisa Guerrero. Oh, uh, fifty-three. Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Do you know she's from San Diego? I did not. Do you know she's married to Scott Erickson? That I knew. Yeah. Yep. Former Twins great. Oh, okay. Threw a no-hitter. Was he a Dodger, too? Yeah, he sucked for the Dodgers. Hated wearing that <laughs> pussy uniform. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say she's worth $4 million. $18 million. No kidding? Yeah, says $18 million. All right, last one, Dennis Quaid. 
Love Dennis Quaid. Dennis Dopey. Quaid did something crazy. I remember where I was like, fuck Dennis Quaid. I can't Dopey remember what it was. Dick over there. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Dennis Quaid, 64. 67. Uh, 25 million. Close. $30 million. Hmm. What do you think? I like it, dude. Okay. I like Dennis Quaid. Wasn't it Meg Ryan left his ass? You think he gave a shit? <laughs> you think he fucking cared? Like, shake your little chicken ass out of here, baby. I played Jerry Lee Lewis in that movie. I'm fine. All right, five random questions. Okay. Who would you rather sleep with first, Wendy Williams or Amy Schumer? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, God damn. That might be where I just fucking joined the monastery. <laughs> That's one where you don't tell your friends, right? Like, you don't go do it. Oh, yeah, fuck Amy Schumer. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, if you banged Oprah, would you tell your friends you banged oh, Oprah? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. See, you, would, you would share that one. But you 100%. wouldn't say, oh, yeah, Amy Schumer or Wendy Williams. They'd go, what? What's wrong with you? I'm afraid, for me, I'm really leaning Wendy Williams. Me too. I would lean Wendy Williams. But I'm afraid she's going to fucking take that wig off. Oh, my God. Just bang the wig right off her. That's the kind of guy you are. <laughs> 100%. God damn. I'm going to go Wendy Williams. I'd go Wendy I, Williams, too. You no know way with Amy Schumer. I like Wendy Williams because she's old school radio. And I I'm going to say this, Dave. I genuinely think Wendy Williams would make me laugh. Like, hanging out, right? You're just hanging out afterwards. Hey, Wendy Williams is going to have goddamn nice terry cloth robes. <laughs> you know that. Okay. And she's going to hang out. Remember, uh, what's that fucking idiot? Tim Meadows. Remember yeah. Tim Meadows? Remember when Tim Meadows was always drinking Cavassier? Yeah, that's right. God damn, it was so great. I don't think we're drinking Cavassier, but she's going to have something nice, a cocktail. And then I'm going to say Wendy Williams. The more I think about it, the more I think, not only am I going to do that, I'm going to tell you about it tomorrow and go, you know what? You fucking joke. That's a cool chick. I think Wendy Williams, yeah. That, that, that should not have taken that long. I think Amy Schumer... Ugh. I think I would grab myself by the back of the head and slam my face into a plate glass mirror or plate glass window and then just fucking... I heard this story about a friend of mine who sadly fell down a whole flight of steps. I would just fall down an entire fire escape. You just go in the kitchen, cut your dick off, throw it in the garbage disposal. I'm out. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> That's throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I mean, fucking, come on. Tony Gwynn struck out every now and then. He didn't retire. He just came back, put a little more pine tar on the bat, and got after it. <laughs> All right, here we go. These might All be right. a little bit easier. Would you rather be four foot five or seven foot seven? <laughs> seven seven. Dude, I would too. All day. Your life would be probably easier being four or five, but fuck that. Yeah. Every day you just accidentally position yourself where some chick's right at your dong. Whoa. <laughs> and you know your voice is going to be way deeper. When you're four foot five, you don't have a deep voice. And they know what's going on when you're four or five. They're like, what the fuck? Put that little nibble of corn back where you found it. <laughs> would you rather be blind or deaf? Uh, oh, fucking every night I'm here on this show, I wish I was deaf. Didn't have to listen to your shit. Yeah, it has to be deaf, right? Yeah. You need your eyes. Dude, how long would it take you to learn Braille? Yeah, I never. 
God damn, haven't you ever tried that? <laughs> like that? trying to find the men's restroom? Team? Yes. Could I do this? No. Nope, couldn't. <laughs> All right. Would you rather take a guaranteed $100,000 or a 50-50 chance on $1 million? I'd take the guaranteed hundred grand. I would too. Yeah. yeah I think a lot of people think we're crazy on that one, but no yeah, way. I would take the 100000 deal bucks. or no deal? Yeah, I have. Yeah. All right, here we go. Last one. Would you rather be poor and find the true love of your life or be rich? <laughs> rich. Dude, me too. <laughs> rich. Come on. <laughs> yeah. How fucking great. How fucking great then was sleeping in the back seat of my fucking Volvo. With, yeah, because I guarantee you this. I might think I found the true love. There's no fucking chance she's going to think that shit. <laughs> All right, we're We're perfect for each other. You know, bullshit. Should be running to the first fucking Ben and Woods remote she can find. All right, we'll see you Monday, All assholes. Right, well, look at you. <laughs>